You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Got a probably not credible tip. Got a probably not credible tip that Ryan Day spoke with Will Muschamp in the last 24 hours. Oh, come <laughs> on. <laughs> this is why I wanted to not jinx the South Carolina-Georgia game because Muschamp is helping Georgia prep. I hope they were just talking about the movie SWAT. That's it. They're yep. just like, oh, SWAT fucking fools, bro. <laughs> and somebody in the corner of the room brings up training day and they're like oh it's too training day's too long i don't too understand so- it yeah yeah Tra- training they talk a lot <laughs> dude training day is about how good he is at smoking angel dust that's what that is he's really good at smoking. they called it training day but i didn't see a lot of practice footage <laughs> the shutdown full cast you are listening to the internet's only college football podcast if someone tries to sell you another one go ahead and knock that person out because they're a liar why would someone sell spend- you a podcast what, what what is the scenario people make money off podcasts no no cool. but but if they did try to sell you one brother you take a brick and you put it right in that guy's like Yes, sir. Have you it, been in? A, have you been in a train station and somebody opened a briefcase and was like, "Hey, hey, you want to buy a podcast? Hey, what part of the body do you think the kisser is? Is this like when people sell drugs from their trench coats? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey. 
<laughs> just stuff put, hanging there. Man, I bet that's a booming industry right now. This show is bad for your body, and it might keep you from getting a job. So. Hey, kids, you put it in your ear. It's healthy. That's why it goes in the ear. Like good medicine, it all goes in the ear. It makes you stupid for two hours. <laughs> if you're lucky. I, I was going to yeah. say, I think the lingering after effects of this podcast can extend several hours past initial intake. Like, like it's like lifting weights. You stay, you know, like your metabolism is up after lifting weights for a while. If you listen to this podcast, I think you're stupid for four to six hours afterwards. We get, you know, we get listeners who tweeted us and tell us like about how we said something funny and they like almost fell off the treadmill or almost wrecked their car or something, something similar. It don't what work we, out to this podcast. What we don't get, and I think this is really telling, is you you very rarely hear listeners who are like, oh, I tried to tell somebody else about this show. Because I think even their, like, their, their most primal lizard brain is like, no, don't do that. Bad idea. I wonder if in that moment, because we have heard a lot of like, oh, I almost drove off the road. I wonder if the act of listening to the full cast is more shameful than the actor driving off the road and so they just make sure. up like oh no i'm a, i'm a, nothing happened i'm a terrible driver nothing distracted me at all <laughs> i would love to find out the insurance premiums of our of our listeners yeah. and what standard deviations they are above the national norm mm, i'm gonna go at least two like 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 were you listening to something that made you fall off the treadmill nope nope just really bad at running it, are you suggesting like, that if insurance companies could identify podcast <laughs> listening habits there would be like a penalty applied to get health insurance if you so, listen to this show yes and no i'm not positing I, i'm not positing either way but i think either direction is funny because if yes then this podcast is a a detriment to you operating as a functional human in the world and if no we naturally attract a subset of people who are prone to being uninsurable I think we need to cre make our own reign and start insurance company for the previously uninsurable. How do you oh yeah, think, we can we can tack it onto think, our search firm. Mm -hmm. How do you think that's gonna work? Nightham Insurance. Listen, Ryan, you've got questions, okay? Because you're a hater. I have plans, and what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna answer your hate and ask questions with two words for you, okay? Volume buying that's mm -hmm. how we do it okay mm -hmm. I, I just factory I just, incentives I just some of you just want to stay some of you just want to stay penniless i need you to buy into the vision and we'll build a world beneath it to make it real i just want you to know the step the steps from spencer hall's nightham insurance to spencer hall arrested in ponzi scheme very small road very short ryan i don't have the money right now but if I get you to you get know three you're crossing H.G. Wells, the time machine with the music man, that's what's actually happening. Hey, right the music As man is a musical destiny. about a beloved fraudster. Morlock insurance. This is what you're. This More, is basically what you're. I'm doing. Johnny Knoxville, and this is Morlock insurance. Jackass insurance. <laughs> oh. They need good insurance. That's true. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Except for the, uh, especially the uh, the rental car episode. I um one fact check so far. I'm I'm uh, Jason Kirk by the way. Uh, one fact check so far is um this is no longer the world's only college football podcast. Spencer. Oh no, 
because, in fact, there is another entitled Full Cast After Dark with the exact same four hosts. Um, that feed is one you should go subscribe to uh, immediately because its first episode is live from Saturday night immediately after Jacksonville State beat Florida State. Uh, Jacksonville State beat Florida State, by the way. Um, so, yeah, one show, two feeds. I I have come to terms with our there can be only one by basically using a multiverse theory. There is still only one college football podcast during the you know during the time we're we're doing this show. This is the one, and during the time we're doing the other show, that is the one. All right, stay but with me. I think coexist. I got it. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. What are what are we if not a big cow that doesn't like you? Mm-hmm. How many stomachs do we have between all of the hosts? depends four just like a cow yeah yeah right but that cow is extra hungry so it's always hustling so it needs two mouths and therefore two feeds and wow we are the main we are the main cause of climate crisis if if this show and the other are if it's a multiverse situation like ryan is positing which one is the ben affleck and which one is the lego batman um, I would say Full Cast After Dark has got to be Lego Batman. I would argue Full Cast After Dark is Ben Affleck because it is making some weird choices. And it's up late. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to make it. And it went to the ben Met Affleck, Gala with J-Lo. I be honest. Yeah. <laughs> which, why isn't, which... hey, I was talking to Amanda Mole about this. Why isn't there a like Big Ten Gala that's like this? Because all, all the Met Gala is really is just an excuse to like, fundraise for an organization that doesn't actually need money so why don't we have these ostentatious fashion parties for conferences can we call it a meat gala yes the costume institute for the met have to fund itself though it does but i am i am told that a it has more money than it can possibly ever need and b that it does not share any money like like an athletic association that exists out separate from a university it mm. doesn't share money what you know money money is sort of segregated from it so it's not raising money for the metropolitan museum of art it's just the costume group right because i thought the costume group was the only one that didn't get money from the met yes but i i think that's because they just do the met gala the, the met gala and they're like we don't need it your money like stupid a- met Sounds like a chicken egg situation. Yeah. Also, this is now the internet's only New York art scene podcast. Ooh, That's... here comes Billy Porter at the meat gala, and he's wearing a... Billy Porter is a god. And he's wearing a sweatshirt. You shut your mouth. <laughs> he doesn't know anything about Billy Porter. You can he's tell. wearing a sweatshirt. You can tell. Tell him he's being awful. You pick the... You pick the why would you pick Billy Porter? There's nothing wrong with wearing a sweatshirt. Really important? There's hey, nothing wrong like, with wearing a sweatshirt, especially when brought to like, you by home. Josh Gad is right there. And you pick Billy Porter. You I'd have to shit. know. I'd, I'd have to know who that is. You do know who Josh Gad is. I really don't. God, I hate you. Anyway, I do know. I do know one person that we all won't know. Okay, because Josh Gad, I don't know. We might know Jordan Battle of Alabama, but we won't know him for the next year because no, we're never seeing him again. He's getting put in the Robbie Zell hole. <laughs> He's getting put in the Quinn and Williams hole. He is never touching a mic. He's never going to see a camera. Our man is about to lead a pre-modern existence because he will be isolated from all media available only via daguerreotype or scroll for the next year because Jordan Battle at a press conference today for player availability at Alabama, which player availability at Alabama is doled out 
like like drops of it you get like a little window and there's an SID right there and the leash is so short on what you can say and then you are disappeared and we don't hear from you again until they trot out another player to answer exactly four questions Jordan Battle had a tiny little window with which to tell the world what he is about you know what his experience at Alabama was and he was asked what Nick Saban's favorite sayings were and initially he wisely rep responded, well, there's a lot of them, so it's really hard for me to just pick one. Then a grin spread across his face. A smile broke out, and he said, but... <laughs> and this is when you should know you're in trouble, is when you say, but. Right? Ah, but! <laughs> and then Jordan Battle, he, he, he shot a shot. He did, because he said, you know, Saban's always doing things like, touch d's or uh uh suck on d's and from the back you could hear some i would call it a choke scream no <laughs> <laughs> that was a good rendition i'm gonna try no <laughs> no, you have to. It sounds like there's a little crack in it. Like it was more like a like. No. <laughs> what? I didn't. Even I, do I it think yet. the key what? is there. There were multiple of it as well. It wasn't just one. It was a. No. No. <laughs> like, no. It's it not. Sounded, it was it's... like a, a scream bark. It's not in the, it's not in the video at least the the short clip that I saw but I also like that whoever this person is we th we think we know but I don't want to impugn anybody does unnecessarily um immediately goes into Why damage not? control mode You think mode. his day could get worse? If that's fair. But immediately goes into damage control mode and is like I think what Jordan meant was <laughs> that coach was like touch these hands together as a unified team. You know, Jordan, as he has been taught in practice, just barrels through to the whistle. Yeah. Suck these orange slices <laughs> to hydrate yourself. For vitamins and recovery minerals. Also, for those of you just joining the Alabama football program, this is a known thing that Nick does. It's not like a super common trope, but word of his sense of humor has filtered out of the program before. Uh, I know Tua has talked in the past about Nick's fondness for D's jokes. And Josh I'm Jacobs as well. Yeah. Josh Jacobs, yeah. This yeah, this is this is already canon. But like a current player revealing it, this is mm -hmm. this was special. This was exciting. Because yeah. uh Alabama football is the um the interstellar black hole from which no sound escapes. No sound mm -hmm. waves escape and a transmission has just reached us here on Earth. Yeah the God the last time I feel like the last time somebody really got Saban in public was Robbie Zell, like a current player. Listen, yeah. <laughs> listen, guys, they don't have galleries. I just, I, I like that Nick Saban is such well, a. That was that was nine years ago. That was twenty twelve, wasn't it? Nick Saban is such a serious and scary man that like he can just keep pulling this prank forever. Like nobody will. He'll mm -hmm. just be like, guys, I don't know what D's are doing out here. D's what? D's nuts. That's what, and nobody's ever gonna like be like, oh, he's doing the these nuts thing. Especially because he is a defensive, uh, you yes. know, defensive coordinator guru. background. Yes, he, he's, he can, he's he, a he's a D's guru. Yeah, he, he he's a he was a D's C for a while. He coached D's B's. Yep, <laughs> yep. Played little D's B himself. <laughs> no, 
<laughs> that was that was Spencer's rendition. Isn't it? Isn't it fun to do? <laughs> it's you know what it is. It's the exact. It's the exact voice of a parent across the splash pad watching their child get naked. <laughs> looking up, looking up, and seeing child is three quarters naked already. <laughs> It's, I was, that's so funny that you said that because I was thinking it's the exact moment of a parent watching a child slam the door on their sibling with the keys inside the car. <laughs> the keys are in the car, the baby is still in the car seat, and the car is now closed. Whatever it is, it's 90% complete. Like, it is, it is too late for your no to change anything. All you are doing is, is, uh, uh, is establishing that, that you are not complicit in what is happening <laughs> well that's why it's important that he started with touch d's because you were mm -hmm. like was he like not completing was it was touch you know like okay maybe you touch something i don't know like whatever but when he moves on to suck on d's it's with like, a big smile all all confusion is gone at this point i would love to know what visual feedback um mr battle had from the podium that made him think like yeah, i can go ahead i can elaborate can, can i ask an important question Please. Do you think Nick Saban follows up touch D's or suck on D's with nuts or balls? I don't think he follows. I think he does a gesture. You think he? Okay. Yeah. I think yeah. nuts I is think a it's pantomime. A, oh, you yeah. think he's like, okay. Jacob sure. said nuts. Okay. Suck so on D's nuts. Yeah, I can kind of hear that. Sure. <laughs> I don't have a great Saban. Sure. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just I that that and Nick Saban talking to I believe it was Devonte Smith about yeah they don't make them like us anymore Devonte <laughs> that practice going I can't hang out I can't hang out with those linemen I got to be over here with the skill players you know because they don't make them they don't make them like us anymore right one of I, a kind I I also like think... me and Devonte two peas in a pod. <laughs> I am also fairly certain that if, if somebody else tried to do this outside of maybe a very small group of people, if you tried to do this to Nick Saban, uh -huh. he wouldn't find it funny at all. Uh -uh. He wouldn't find it even a little bit funny. Oh, what's great is that I think he's going to find it very funny with the players, and I think the SID is going to have a very unpleasant evening. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so... No! Just, just walk in there and get it over with, man. I, it, what he should really do now is like for a local Alabama hospital or something, do a PSA about like <laughs> about like testicular cancer. Yeah. Yes, male sexual health. Yes, uh -huh. yes. Yeah. The they, when man over a certain age, it's important to check these nuts. When you turn, <laughs> you know, you know, Coach Prime. Once you turn fifty, <laughs> Coach, Coach, how do I get nuts like yours? <laughs> The Aflac duck just like backing away slowly. <laughs> a whole, a whole, uh, yeah. Every ad is Saban and Coach Prime, Dion you know, discussing male health. Tearaway pants, and he's yeah. like, "Well, Coach." Yep. <sighs> oh man, when you separate the word prostate, what do you get? Pro and Pro state. state. Pro state. Wow makes wow. you think it's wow man we're thinking right now mm. <laughs> oh, oh the other thing too is that there's a there's a member of the alabama media let's shout out our boys at al.com our longest our longest tenured sponsor on this program i did one of them dirty this afternoon because i thought the person screaming in the background 
uh, was Cecil Hurt, and I am told by Cecil that it is Michael Casagrande. If Cecil was screaming in the background, he would have been like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> Finally! <laughs> I am on record as saying Cecil is my first pick of the press box brawl draft. Yeah, but even he didn't crack up at this. Michael Casagrande. My, Michael, Michael let out a squawk. Yeah. <laughs> Different from the no. Like there were there were oh, multiple no, yeah, there reactions. Are, there, are many, there was there yeah. there were there were there were people holding up no signs and yes signs, so to speak. I also just love that the the question that prompted this was not like tell us something no! funny or out there. It was like, what is a coach saying? Yeah, yeah. Th- there yeah. is a there's a follow up question like uh, someone. It's like. Uh, I think he meant like an inspirational quote. Right. <laughs> Someone uh, says it's that. Like, it's like, that's actually worse than. What's uh, your gonna... favorite Aesop's fable? Too much booty in the pants. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> what, what is Nick Saban's inspirational quote? I believe that's... in you. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, that was a, that. See, I, I hate these questions worse than the talk about questions. I'm sure the reason was it's limited player availability and just I'm just going to ask mm-hmm. safe questions that don't get me yelled at and it accidentally turned into a D's nuts routine. That could be it. Like there might be like, you know, you get one question all year. If it goes wrong, you get zero. So <laughs> That's right. Overjoyed that Jordan Battle did this and also Jordan Battle though he Congratulations be... to Jordan Battle who doesn't have to do media availability exactly. for the rest of the year. He doesn't have to do this ever again. Oh. When does he have to do this? Never. Never. He managed to get out of it for life. He might have gotten him. Man, okay, forget Saban doing a PSA. Get Jordan Battle some NIL money from that hospital chain. They sure. might. They yeah, really might. He's got a huge ass medical school. This Jordan Battle did the uh, the new roommate who fucks up the dishwasher real bad so they don't have to wash dishes anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you put the Hero. liquid soap in there. Yeah, there's foam all over the kitchen. Just, Jordan, just vacuum, Jordan. <laughs> That's perfect. God. You know who else is looking for a new roommate? There we go. <laughs> there we go. Jack Del Rio. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Oh. <laughs> Wouldn't roll it out. I just wanted to get that name in the zeitgeist early because now we can say names being heard in association with the USC coaching search, which hasn't fucking started yet. Jack, are... Del, Jack Del Rio is definitely a toilet clogger. Just like, let's just pick that up. <laughs> he's a man of the river. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He's yeah. not used to having to fit his excretions down a little pipe, Ryan. Don't That's don't true. box him in. I'm sorry. And by don't box him in, I mean Jack Del Rio is an outdoor cat. Yeah. He gets confused <laughs> if you put him in an outhouse. <laughs> He was on the doorstep last night. Guess he's out rambling now. Uh, Jack Del Rio is one of those cats whose balls drag on the ground behind him. Wow. Have we? This is the third third. I am old enough now to say that I have had my third USC firing in a row. That was weird. The third. Yeah, was weird about the last one. Huh? Or the one before? Well, this is no. This is the least weird. The this is the it's least pretty, weird, but it's still pretty weird. It's pretty I think weird. The weirdness the of this least. one is how long it took. Mm-hmm. And also how short it took at the same time, somehow. Yeah. yeah. That that was the last straw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, yeah. I, I think we can also count Coach O as kind of a firing ish. Let's mm-hmm. let's go with four. Four? Yeah, there's four in a row. And let's count Pete Carroll's exit as weird. Let's go it, with five. It wasn't it wasn't normal. Let's put it that way. <laughs> it was Pete Carroll. It was therefore. Yeah, uh uh and, and um I think the thing about a USC coaching search is how cyclical they are, right? Like, mm. every single time, the exact same jokes, every time, and they all hit. 
<laughs> we could stop. We don't have to make jokes if they would ever do something different. We would make. We would have to make new jokes if they ever did anything different. The the Jack Del Rio thing and the Jeff Fisher thing. Um, apologies for invoking his name without any warning. Um, mm. the, the, <laughs> the, those two gentlemen have been so consistently in USC rumors that uh, uh, Richard Johnson wrote in 2018 a uh, a retrospective of a full decade of rumors that you could probably copy and paste it and publish it again today because I'm going to assume they're still out there. This is folks. You know who's in the in the Pacific time zone now. Who? John Gruden. He's right there. He's just a, winner, a guy. Just winning in the NFL in very normal and, and completely ways. predictable. Very Pac-12 ways. That's true. Just what happened late and they don't make sense. This is true. They're kind of dumb. They're easy to kill. I'm amazed at how much the Jack Del Rio and Jeff Fisher rumors being around for, you know, basically 10 years at this point, if not longer, how much they make sense because that's what USC does. They're like, hey, did he go to USC? Is he sort of tangentially involved with football? Mark Harmon. No, he went to, yeah. Hi, <laughs> Mark. Oh, shit, you're right. The, yeah. Uh, so you had, uh, God, yeah, UCLA, Clay Hilton. UCLA fans are so mad right now, and, yeah. and CIS fans too. Yeah, Clay Elton, who'd worked at USC for years and had already been in interim coach twice. Uh, coach Ogeron took over. I don't know why I called him coach. Maybe because we were talking about Nick Saban. It's mm. in my head that you have to call coach coach. Uh, and, and he was a retread. Giffen and Sark were, you know, they're the same guy. Um, and then, you know, we're, we're, what, what is this now? It's, it's, it's over a decade of USC doing this. They're, and uh, yeah. I bet is it finally be- time for them to break away? I kind of hope not. No, so a no, weird, no, man. A weird right, thing right. is It's going to be Matt Leinart. Oh. And the hires. The hires were made by uh, Pat Hayden, <laughs> former <laughs> USC quarterback. Remember Pat Hayden? Lynn Swan was in there, former USC Ooh. receiver. A weird thing is happening now, too, where um, the names that are being floated are like, wait, did somebody hand you this list from like three years ago? Because it's like PJ Fleck and James Franklin and Bill O'Brien and Gary Patterson. And I'm like, Gary Patterson has been at TCU for 21 years is and is not young. And at no point are you like, you know who looks like he's ready for some new shit? <laughs> Gary Patterson. I really like, hate to invoke the NFL, but the the pro football podcast, uh, um, what are they called? Split zone duo. Uh, yeah. Duo made a yeah. made a very good point uh, in a show that I was listening to early this morning, and I alluded to it just a few minutes ago. Y- y'all, this coaching search hadn't started yet. They're gonna hire a search firm. They're gonna they're gonna talk to a whole ton of people. So everybody throwing names out right now is people who want their names to be thrown out. Right. Yeah, so I have they want I, raises to get a raise. I can dispute that reporting, all right? Here Greg on the shutdown forecast. on this list. Here in the shutdown forecast, we have a contrary report, all right? Ooh. Uh, we're going to say the coaching list starts with Jeff Fisher and Jack Del Rio. They are okay. uh, being considered for the USC job. Is the, USC considering heard, them? I didn't say that. I said the, they're being considered. The being considered. I have heard their names in association with this job uh, sure. just now from you. Yes. Uh, so. We are also going to say uh, the uh, successful coach at Ole Miss who has recruited uh-huh. Southern California well. David Fair, fairly Lane, young. Lane Kiffin, we're going to throw a Cutcliffe on there. Uh, sure. Um, <laughs> we're going to say uh, the coach at uh, the Texas Longhorns got a big rebuilding job, but uh, maybe he wants to get out of the limelight a little bit, mm. um, move down. Yeah, some, some sunshine could do him good. He looks a little 
Looks a little peaked. Sark's on the list. Uh, Ed Ogeron has literally yeah. accomplished all he could at LSU. Maybe he wants a new challenge. So we're going to add those three guys yeah. to the list. Can we play a little game? Because we want to add some more. Okay. Sure. Bane. Sure. Uh, uh, we're going to do... We end up with that a lot, don't we? We do. We do. Bane no. is kind of our no! sixth I mean, or we all, we <laughs> also end up isolated in a, no. in a wasteland metropolis. <laughs> Bane. It's, it's really unfair to Bane because Bane... This is plan, very painful. Bane plans so hard and we don't plan at all. It's so unfair to Bane. I'm and yet what? it turns out the same way. <laughs> you. The perfect marriage of numbers and words, Batman. When you're preparing to fail, you're failing to prepare. <laughs> Saban. <laughs> Coach Saban meant to join the nuts together. <laughs> doing this for like 20 everything's, minutes. everything's funnier in Bane voice. That's yeah. what the, the Harley Quinn cartoon cut it right. It's always funnier if Bane says it. So we are going to add three coaches to that list of coaches who are, we are reporting, are on the USC Trojans uh, hot list. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to list two blind items and y'all will select which one. We'll do three rounds of this. Okay. Yes. You, you, and the three of you, Serber, you're in on this as well. Uh, you, you, you can vote or whatever the case may be. I'll leave it to you. You're the search firm. Okay. Um, first I have vetted for Server you. Serber getting paid. <laughs> pow, pow. I have vetted for you, uh, a candidate who, and as always, all these folks have USC connections because that's the, the primary consideration is, is this a USC person? If these you are have all... been somewhere before, you always want to go back there. And you will be good there, right? Yeah. Like yeah. this Forever. is, this Forever. is why I kept going to algebra class. We treat all these millionaires like salmon in all the ways, but the important ones. Eating the them? Yeah. The oh, I thought you meant the sexual ones. I thought you meant putting them in cans. <laughs> So, uh, first candidate was USC's all-time career passing yardage leader as of 1985, Long Beach native, experience in Washington and San Diego, followed by 17 years of media experience, important for recruiting, just like John Gruden and, uh, and, and Mac Brown and company. Um, all right, so that's our first. The second is a multi-generational USC legacy, decades of USC personness scored 16 touchdowns for the Trojans was the captain of the last team before Pete Carroll took over also boasting media experience all the way back to 1998 at USC I think we uh, is Heritage Hall there's no standing against legacy so you want us to pick between one of these two candidates yes uh, listen I'm gonna go with the proven experience and at least we know the most experience you can get and that you are required to get as a coach is coaching the Chargers, even if it's not specifically for the Chargers, I'm going to take the San Diego. I'll take option A. Spencer, it's called Heritage Hall. I'll so, take option B. So the problem is the problem is option A does have San Diego, but the other team was Washington. Yes. I don't want Washington anywhere near our beloved Troy. Like I just don't. So I'm going to go with Hall. I like how you had a problem even getting that sentence to form in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Like, did you hear his gorge? Yeah. Did you hear his heart leap up it's through fine. his there, throat there was, to choke him? It's the, it's the old Stanford fan of me just coming out. <laughs> it was as if we could tree. hear the angel on Ryan's shoulder saying, No! <laughs> it's okay. Uh, Cerber has, <laughs> has left, so we will say he is concurring <laughs> with <laughs> our producer. Cerber's dog that, yeah. just ran out of the room. <laughs> I'm going to go uh, option B. Yeah. All right, Spencer, you're okay. outvoted. Who are we getting? 
All right, so you have selected uh, former pros versus Joe's host, Petros Papadakis. Excellent. I told you. Over, over, over former BattleBots host, Sean Salisbury. I feel great about this choice. All right. You know what? That's fine. I feel great about this choice. I think former broadcast guys, like, you can make a pro and con, all right? Former broadcast guys come in. I wish we had this on video. Spencer was so angry right until you said Sean Salisbury. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Just just mad. Sorry. Sorry. That's fine. fine. (laughs) (laughs) Just imagine that. 30 minutes of that at Pac 12 Media Days. How wonderful would that be? Uh, So the the case for bringing up. They cut it to three minutes. They'd be like, oh, God. Get him. That's enough. The case for bringing a broadcast guy out of the booth and back onto the sideline, you have it's, it's worked f- fine-ish at Arizona State, UNC, UCLA, the Las Vegas the Las Raiders. Vegas Raiders yeah. uh, the con, obviously, would be sometimes it doesn't go that well. Sometimes, you know, you're the Jacksonville Jaguars bringing a guy out of the booth. Um, Doug next duo. Yeah. Next duo. These two also have uh, something in common. All right. First, option A, California native. Super Bowl champ head coach, two-time Super Bowl assistant head coach, was a quarterback on a USC national championship roster, has coached at four different California schools. The second is Brian Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yikes. A, blind look. Can you give me me A's resume real quick one more time? California native. Yeah. Super Bowl winner. Two-time Super Bowl assistant. uh, Former USC quarterback. Super Bowl winner as a head coach. Quarterback. Or as a quarterback. Okay. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. Super Bowl winners, I had a coach. USC title winner as a rostered quarterback. (laughs) This is a a trap, but the other one's Brian Kelly. That's what I'm saying. Hey. Spencer, your mic's up. A. A is an automatic go. I I really. Spencer, I think you meant to say no. No. (laughs) I really like the idea of Brian Kelly being on the other side of that rivalry. And I like that we're opening up the Notre Dame job for chaos purposes. So even though I don't think it's the best thing for USC, I'm going to say Brian Kelly. Oh, that's a compelling argument. I'm changing my argument. Brian Kelly. I can't do it. Yes. No. Okay. All right. What horror did Spencer select this time? Uh, So we have snubbed Mike Holmgren, Mm. who coached, of course, at three different California high schools, as well as San Francisco State. And we have selected Brian Kelly, the longtime Tampa Bay Buccaneers cornerback, who was a second round pick out of USC in 1998. That's right. He is on the Trojans Trojans shortlist. Okay, I still stand by my choice. Okay. Can you all hear the noises this dog is making? Yes. Yes. The dog is saying, no. No. I'm uncomfortable with all of this. What is a list of potential no. coaches if not a list of dogs who want treats? That's all a list That's of true. coaches. And they're like, coaches who are interested in this job. Good Why? boy, Greg. Why did you Treat? treats? Good boy, Greg Shiano. Treats. treats. Roro. <laughs> Recruiting sanctions. Roro, Raggy. Betty's like, you no. mock my pain. I'm going to feed her. Okay. She, yeah. okay. This yeah. is not tenable. Okay. Intermission. I don't think Greg Shiano can be a dog. Dogs wash their butts. Wow. Jesus Christ. So we have added uh, Petros Papadakis and Brian Kelly to the list so far. Sure. Um, Where did Spencer go? Spencer has gone to feed the dog because she won't shut up. Because he said treats eight times. Like some sort of Beetlejuice. Reverse candy man. Beetlejuice. You say it enough enough times and he leaves. (laughs) Shut up. I hate you. Anti-candy man. Anti-candy man. Anti-candy man. (laughs) 
Just saying that word around a dog is just like you are an agent of fucking chaos. Like mm-hmm. yeah. you don't care for anyone else. The cats know it too, so he's about to be swarmed. You can't no, say it around no. any 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 come. anyone. If you said it around me, I'd be like, We're having treats? Where are the treats? <laughs> are they those little mini Pop Tarts? What are we talking about? Oh you got shit. Pop Tarts. Rice Krispie treats? Oh, shit. Y'all Spencer's coming back. Quit talking about him. I could tear up a can of Pringles right now if you got one. <laughs> All right, you know, Spencer has rejoined us. Your hand all the way down on in this Pringles can. I'd like to talk to you guys this month about <laughs> prostate health. That's right. <laughs> forearm lodged in the Pringles tube. I'm Dion Sanders, and I know you know what this reminds balls. Coach Prime with you. <laughs> Coach Prime, I'm about to get balls deep in these Pringles. <laughs> Coach Prime, can you take a look at this for me? Coach, does this look infected? <laughs> In the blue jacket. Uh, all right. Well, hello. It's my good friend Nicki Minaj here. <laughs> oh, is that her cousin's friend's yeah. neighbor's uncle's I'm was sorry, Saban your all along? Best friend's sister's friend got an STD. All of his all of his <sighs> friends just going, "Hey, dude, your balls are huge right now." <laughs> that guy has a family. Not sick. anymore. My cousin in Tuscaloosa, his best friend's uncle's <laughs> neighbor's pastor's uh, uh, neighbor's coach. coach is Nick Saban, and his balls are enormous. <laughs> Can that just be the show notes? Can that be the entirety of the show notes? Yeah. Also, uh, like, aren't we trying to get people vaccinated? Can't we tell them your your balls will be really big, dude? <laughs> it's like, can you can you can you vaccinate my dick? Wait, weren't there a couple of studies already that linked it to that linked it to impotence? That's different. Impotence yeah, COVID, is not yeah, the same yeah. thing as having huge balls. No, so e- that, so that it's link, sorry oh, that yeah, linked yeah. COVID to impotence. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, so the choice is impotence or huge, impressive balls. <laughs> um. Who's See, our Daniel, Who's our I know you're listening. Yes, I am thinking about your balls. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> our final addition to the USC Trojans coaching search list. The first up was a Los Angeles College star quarterback, about a decade of LA coaching experience, plus elsewhere in the Pac-12 footprint. Helmed programs in Colorado, Washington, it's and Arizona. I see the smiles. Mm-hmm. Already has you... USC on a five-game win streak in games involving him. It's Loved USC so much, he got a law degree there. For the record, mm-hmm. you gave this up with California College. Yeah. 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 The, uh, the other choice, hear me out. Mm-hmm. All right? Yeah. An Ohio man whose college decision was determined by an upset football victory uh, and went on to get a master's from USC. I'm going to go with A on the devil we know. Also, he might bring his guitar to press conferences. I would require that he bring it, wear it at games. Like, I want him just casually strumming as USC is giving up a game-winning field goal drive. Mm -hmm. I'll go with A. Which they will, because we've seen your football teams before. Right. Yeah. yeah. We would like like Rick Neuheisel, please. So you've all selected Rick Neuheisel. Do you know who you've just snubbed? God, what a do you know? No. Do you realize what you've just done? No. Oh. Let me take you back to 1945, okay? God. Ohio State travels to Purdue. In the stands that day was a young fellow by the name of Neil Armstrong, who decided to attend <laughs> Purdue because the Boilermakers upset the number four Buckeyes. That meant went to the moon, came back, and got a master's from USC. For some reason, he got more, co- as if he didn't already know everything about aeronautics engineering. Like, what is he there to learn? What are they going to tell him? 
what are they going to tell Neil Armstrong about how space works? Anyway, you've just rejected Neil Armstrong. I hope you're happy. Oh, Neil, I'm so sorry. Listen, listen, listen. We couldn't keep you tethered to Earth any more than gravity could. Hey, Neil Armstrong couldn't recruit, though, because he went looking for the stars and he only found a rock. Wow. Mm -hmm. Sad. Wow. You really fucked up that refrigerator magnet, didn't you? I did. Yeah. <laughs> so there you have it, folks. Uh, that is your initial USC Trojans coaching candidates list. I would... I'm hearing a lot of chatter around this group. I would like to... Um offer a caveat of sorts okay. in that it might not matter whether they hire anybody on our list or whether they hire anybody on anybody's list because oh, it definitely as, doesn't matter as unpleasant as the clay helton experience was and part of the problem is like it's very hard to remember clay helton games outside of the ro the one rose bowl which did absolutely slap it's very hard to remember clay helton games but i went back and looked and since pete carroll left usc these are true things about the Trojans. Number one, they have had three seasons in 11 tries, in 11 full tries, where they finished with a better AP ranking than they started with. Number two, for the last 10 full seasons, I'm not counting 2020 because they didn't play then, their first loss has come in September, 2011, 2012, 2013. They have never for 10 straight years, they cannot get out of September with a clean record. Stanford has been responsible for that five times, which sort of makes me wonder, like, well, what is the big deal about losing to Stanford early? Like, why was that the, like, the final straw? And here's the most surprising thing. As a ranked team since Pete Carroll's departure. Is that a biplane? Uh, that sounds like a rip. I believe that's a regular plane. Okay. As a... <laughs> As a ranked team, USC has a winning percentage of 610 since Pete Carroll left. Now, granted, they are ranked a lot more than these other two teams I'm going to list. UCLA has a winning percentage as a ranked team in the same time span, which is not one that we would generally call terribly prosperous for the Bruins, mm -hmm. of 630. Utah, since they joined the league in 2011, so I'm not counting 2010, has a winning percentage as a ranked team of 647. Maybe the problem is just USC. Maybe it has very little to do with who the coach is, and it's just that everything's a complete fucking mess. Ryan, and the I have only person. Yeah, sure. Ryan, sorry, AL.com. Are you suggesting a <laughs> secret of the ooze scenario? God, I would I would love that for the for that to be the case. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Cause like Or is this more of a, a Ghostbusters 2? River of Slime, or I feel like it's pretty clear that those are our only two monsters. choices. Yeah, mm. I guess it is more of a, I guess it is more of a Ninja Turtles two situation. Okay, because okay. it's uncontrollable. Also, Cowabunga, obviously. Try, trying to fight the memory of a long dead former tyrant. This is very much chasing Pete Carroll. So I'm going to go Ghostbusters two. I oh, guess. Okay. So my thing is this. With most programs I that have... I bet Vigo the Carpathian thinks Bush did 9-11. <laughs> with, most, with most programs that have fallen on hard times, or with like Texas, for example, the argument is like Texas should be X, but it is X minus 10, X mm -hmm. minus 20, whatever it is. 
why is that the assumption with USC? Like the 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 real is it? Why is Pete not the exception that proves the rule, rather than like this immutable oh, proof I that see. USC should be good? And like, well, the '60s and '70s also happened. Ah. That's fucking fantastic. You know what? They were great years for Pitt too. And nobody is like, well, Pitt should be a national. Ch- hey, Pitt should be hey. out. <laughs> okay, other than the full cast, nobody else is like Pitt should be churning out national championship contenders. Because, Everybody's like, it's different. Everybody understands that time has Rick, moved on. Because USC has the '60s, '70s, and 2000s. Pitt has right, the '60s right. and '70s. Right. Right. God damn you, Dave Wanstead. You robbed us of, <laughs> of our birthright. I just, I don't know. I find it very, I get why people were not happy. And I don't think it's the wrong decision to fire Clay Helton. But, you know, Mike Bone coming out and saying, like, we're, the goal is to win a national championship. Yeah, you got to fucking say that. And I get it. But the available evidence does not lead to this, like, rock solid conclusion that, like, yes, that's definitely what USC was, is, and always should be. A lot of a lot of people of various backgrounds and skill levels and styles have not made it work at USC. How various are those backgrounds, though? Yeah, I'm, I'm they're all the same like, background. I'm, no, I'm talking like pre-Pete Carroll, too. I, as long as know, they hire a guy from Oregon or the New York Jets, they do awesome. That's fine. okay. I think or Yale. So Sam Darnold. Yeah. Yeah. So, Yale. <laughs> Adam Gase. I think there is something to that, but the people who run it, they got high on their own supply. I think that's really true with USC. Sure, but what a supply. Mm, they, uh, Cali, fantastic. The thing with USC, they just looked inward. and They never, ever, ever turned around to consider that maybe they weren't what they once were. And this is something teams go through. Alabama did this. Go look at how many how many different Bear Bryant disciples not only took that job, but were rumored for it, associated with it, were assistants, were attached to it. Yeah, I really hate that we got into this business the second Alabama stopped being fun. Yeah, oh, they're going to go back. When they go back, we will be waiting. Mm. We will be waiting. Like We've that's become, a, but, but, we've become a different kind yeah. of fan. To, to their credit, I think a lot of Alabama fans know that and understand that. I think a lot of them are like, once he leaves, the ri- the party is done. It won't be the same thing. Oh, yeah. This is going to be a magical moment. <laughs> My favorite Bama fan thing is, we deserve this. We were really bad in the year 2000. Oh, you poor thing. Spencer used to want... Y'all remember Spencer used to whine about this after in in like 2010, 2011, after two championships in, in four seasons or whatever. Did that happen? Yeah, you, you were an awful bitch for, for Florida's first few years in the wilderness. Mm. Yeah, no, it's brutal. It's brutal. Y'all are going to love it. It'll be great. Like I, I, get, be I, I get why Miami feels this way. I get why Miami is like, why aren't we what we used to be? Because like some of the attendant conditions are still there but i yeah i don't know i just well, like there's good a luck. difference usc uh. wants to be good miami the actual institution is like sure ah, you know, yeah can you guys I, just I, go down to a jv sport can we just go to a know. club sport i see the complete opposite there like we're among friends here miami was a historical fluke that's why miami was so awesome right yeah mm. whereas usc was like for the what every other decade for a century was awesome. Like you, like, you know, if USC is never good again, then okay. Times have changed. But like, 
Should it, let me ask you this: Should USC be the Ohio State of the West, where it's like they are clearly the best in their conference, and server, it's just a matter of like, promo. it's just a matter of whether they will, you know, accidentally drop two games and not make the playoff? Should they be that good all the time? Uh, there's I don't know about having that as an ambition, especially because they've surrendered so much ground to Oregon for right. 15 years right. <laughs> that like I don't know if that is on the table anymore. Um, but like. I don't know if that's. I think the expectations. How UCLA's been playing. I think it is fair to have higher expectations than say, hey, Miami. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have, I agree there because they don't have the, like it. You just said it. USC does not have the institutional block in the form of its own university between itself and athletic success that Miami does. They got one thing completely right. They shouldn't lose to Stanford. Mm-mm. They shouldn't. That just should. That but should not happen. Do. I know but we're all. Do. I know. I know we're all used to Nouveau Stanford being competitive for the great, great majority of its history vis-a-vis USC. <laughs> They've been trash. Yes, and sure. That's not based on anything impermanent. That's pretty much the permanent alignment of small school. Very difficult academic standards should get hammered way more often than it does by USC. I think it's impossible to gauge what a school is if they've hired the same coach five times in a row. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like they literally, like they went from Lane Kiffin to Lane Kiffin. That's what they did. They were just like, go get the other Lane Kiffin, is what they did. And then when they ran out of that Lane Kiffin, they said, please go give us caffeine free diet, Lane Kiffin. Like the way I see it, Oregon right now Kiffin is a top- zero. <laughs> Well, Oregon's go a go. top 10. Oregon's a top 10 recruiter. Yeah. USC is turning in a, a year or two ago. Classes in the, you know, the 64 middle of the country. Yeah. Right. That is insane. 64th. There is no reason USC shouldn't be a top 10 recruiter. If Oregon is, I realize yeah. Bama and Clemson are rating Southern California. I realize the game is more national than it was before. USC should be recruiting at least on par with Oregon. You're right. And that is, that is a hundred percent a reason why Clay Helton was not the guy. My my thing is, even when they are recruiting at that level, the results are still not there. They're still like, you know, nine and four, maybe, maybe a 10 win season. Like, I, I just, it confuses me because there is this expectation that this should be at the Pete Carroll level of we are maybe losing one game a year. We are always in the top five conversation. And there are so many things that have changed about the conference, about recruiting nationally, about like how the game is played, that it seems incredibly unrealistic to put to like make that the end point. The so the coaches the last time they were had training in top ten classes were Ed Ogeron, who's gone, and Clay Hilton, <laughs> who's the same guy they hired yeah, yeah. five times in a row. Yeah. 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 It might I mean, also I don't have to hire I, I think like Hire someone young, new, uh, do anything different. And then it'll be, to me, it'll be so much more easier to evaluate what the school is. Yeah. I mean, they are still the biggest brand in a real big recruiting pond that, that to me, like they're, they're in the middle of LA and they're the most visible, popular and historically successful brand. That's a great start. That, that alone. I don't think that means shit anymore. Like this is the same logic that has has kind of led to the the decline at various states of the big three Florida schools. It is, but I think that there are only a literal handful of exceptions to that rule in the country, and this is one of them. 
Okay. Like, I, I, I get you might be saying. right. You might be right. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying, but I think I think USC has a a zeitgeist hold coast to coast that say if Oregon tried to rest on its laurels, whatever those are right now, would not succeed at. But all right, let's let's be very Bud Elliott about it. That is true. <laughs> I, for, I do from, need paper towels from our perspective. <laughs> but if you're talking about a 17 year old now who was 10 years old in 2014, what the fuck does USC mean to them? This is exact. It means what it's always meant. It means Hollywood because and Hollywood right now is just as powerful a draw as it always has been because TikTok, right? I, I, I'm saying but that what I about the I, tech hub of Chattanooga? I'm saying I think a teen <laughs> today, I'm saying I, th- I think a teen today yeah. can uh, can latch on to a notion of USC in a way that he I'm just going to use Oregon again yeah. in a way that he might need an Oregon or a Miami need that notion constructed for him. So uh, it, it is very good to evaluate things in the context of what do 17 year olds know about these schools? Um, you should ask them, actually. That'd the number six recruiter over the last four years would be a school that has done no more than you, less than USC would be Texas. So sure. oh. if Texas can recruit at this level still, USC can. I mean, mm. LA metro area has got 12 million people in it. 12 million. Yeah. I mean, that's where They're, you go. Well, why are they different than the, than the three Florida schools, right? Also, USC's the class city. last year was seventh in the country. Yeah. I would also do this. I want to ask. USC or Texas? Like if I'm tr- like, okay, here, take take one of them. Take, it, take definitely one of them. USC wait, wait, now. Wait. What is your, what is your question? What is your question? W- which job which job is better? Who do you yeah, think has which the oh, yeah. USC. Definitely USC now. Like the, <laughs> the behind Alabama. The scene, like as Mm-mm. listen, Heritage Hall is meddling. That is not. I, I still would not say that holds a candle next to the Viper's Nest. You've got to deal with at Texas, right? Also, look how much time Clay Clay Hilton got seventy games at USC. And That's again, crazy, man. None of them were that. Very few of them were that memorable. Consider he probably got an extra season at least yeah. because the rest of USC was so messed up. Do you guys think yes. he got an addition? Got extra time by being like we've been, we've made jokes about it for years, but we've also made jokes about this. Did he just burrow into the walls like a tick and hide out? Was he living above the drop ceiling this whole time? Did he get extra time, not just by like so? So think of think of the think of the window of acceptability right now. Like I'm yeah. I'm doing like a like a kind of a two way Overton window here. As much additional leeway as he got by you know not literally setting the building on fire while everything else at the athletic department was on fire. How much more leeway did he get in this direction by being completely unidentifiable and unquotable? At so every you're turn? saying don't think of him as a bad coach. Think of him as a brilliant raccoon. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Or possum. Great. Yeah. Great. Love it. He's sort of more. Pop. And that's why I think Mark Stoops is going to be a great hire. <laughs> that's Bob Stoops <laughs> getting floated for this is my fucking favorite. Like... Oh, of course, because he's holding out for the Iowa job. Good. I mean, what are you going to starve Kirk Ferentz to death at this point? Uh-uh. He can last. He can last months. Absolutely. Months. You telling me that man doesn't know how to eat a raw chipmunk? <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you know how much canned food he has stashed around the state of Iowa? Just little, <laughs> little caches everywhere. When you say around the state, 
Oh, I like, mean, like, yeah. like safe fall, houses are like, like buried at the roadside. Like no, 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 buried, Yeah, yeah. Like okay, okay. find the third tallest oak in the line next to the tree <laughs> to the north. I think Ryan is saying eating the cans. Okay. Okay. Yeah, just eating them straight. It's like crunch the minerals. Yeah, crunch. Plus, just like you, our run game, run plus, an outside zone on this can. Listen, <sighs> the second the Iowa job opens, you know who he's going to have to fight for it. Maybe literally, maybe greased. That'd be Bert. James Franklin. That's, that's Bert, baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, the man who walks cool. in and rolls up his pants and points at his leg tat. Yeah. That's <laughs> his resume. Yeah. I, if, he, if I were interviewing for that Iowa gig and I were Bert, walk in with a 12-pack and drink the whole thing before you leave the we, office. We do the entrance for Bert that Stephen Godfrey and I laid out 10 years ago at Media Days. He's just got a case of Beast on his shoulder. <laughs> I'm ready. And he swaggers in like, sup, sluts. Ready. Just throws it down. I. Man, what else do you want after all? Hiring a coach in the middle of a pandemic, but one with a raccoon's relentless hand washing habits. Uh, you... So you're saying they should hire Clay Helton? No, I'm saying they should hire Mark Stoops. Oh, okay. Yeah. I. There are a couple things, by the way, from that from that Texas game that that stuck out to me. But one was the look on Sarkeesian's face when he thought, "Oh God!" Am, when they panned over to him when they the, when they missed on that fourth whoever, fourth and short, whoever directed that game is a god because mm-hmm, they had him framed. They're like, "Oh yeah, the blood's going to drain from his face. He's going to consider every mistake when he he's was ever in that, made." When he was down there in that crouch, and he just, mm-hmm. oh man, I love your use of that fourth and short. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because if you if you know if you didn't see it, well, you know how the game went. But if you saw it, you know the exact one we're talking. About. I mean, wait, talk- which game am I thinking of? Who was it that missed like ten different fourth fourth down tries? I'm thinking of someone else. Never mind. Yeah. Oh, something else. No, we're we're talking about um we're talking about the sequence against Arkansas. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I was thinking of a Sorry, different game, I completely- different team. I was trying, I, I almost thought I had the answer and then realized I was thinking about Toledo getting six penalties in like 90 seconds and my brain went into a spiral. Can, Sorry. can we make the case for Sam Pittman, USC candidate? Like yeah, has, take, has taken a program yeah, in the done. absolute yeah, I've, fucking ditch. I've heard, it, I've heard it very recently. I've heard his name bandied around very recently uh, within the hour. Let's Let's be honest. He's too sexy. That's why he's not being listed. I have one thing that he would really, really enjoy about L.A. In Bac- silhouette, is he that dissimilar from DJ Khaled? Mm-mm. We could make this work. Bacon wrapped hot dogs on the sidewalk. He'd be stunned. And I'm sure he's got al- these right here. I'm sure like DJ Khaled, he's almost died in the ocean as well. <laughs> no, we have we have we have visual footage of this man in the ocean. He the, the finds thriving, pigs thriving in the ocean. Yes, yeah, uh, like, I've, like I've been trying to find a man of beach pigs. I have a completely random stat for you. Uh, let me let me make the connection. It has the word. Uh, so Arkansas has the word Kansas in it. Uh, Kansas's fourth down conversion rate so far this year one of eight. Okay. So, <laughs> so things are going. They got right. one. Okay. <laughs> they got one. Shoot, shooter, try. shoot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Speaking God. of shooters, West Virginia's mascot has a gun, and that's the home field apparel team of the week, folks. Homefieldapparel.com, where they have West Virginia stuff coming. I assume uh, raccoon skin hats and tracksuits. Yeah. Are they? Do you think they're flameproof? No. They better be. They're going to need to be. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out. Do you think they're flameproof or more subject to burning than normal clothes are? <laughs> no, but if they're caught, listen, as long as you don't get too high of a polyester blend in there, because you don't want them to melt to the skin. Sure. But it, but check your label. If you do, if you do participate in Big News Saturday. 
Go ahead and check and see if that it's got that two percent kerosene that lets you know it's a true West Virginia original. I'm ordering the entire collection, and I will let you know as soon as they arrive. Uh, you can use offer code Fullcast to get twenty percent off those or any other purchases your first time at Homefield Apparel. Um, yeah, very very excited about this West Virginia collection because it is some, yeah they got some good logos to mm. choose from. They really do. I gotta be honest. They got a lot of Spencers. Yeah, they do. Several. I'm just, I, I'm just going to tell everybody, no, this is my friend Spencer. That's. <laughs> I'll just wear me on a shirt. <laughs> Are you from West Virginia? I am now. I have not <laughs> spotted the actual mascot this year. What's the? Have we gotten a look at the Mountaineer this year? How no. burly is the mascot this West year? West Virginia mascot. It, it runs. It runs the gamut year to year. You know, they've had they've they've had skinny Mountaineers. They've had burly Mountaineers. They had a very memorable Lady Mountaineer a couple years okay. ago. Okay. Yes. Um, I would des- I would describe this Mountaineer as slender. Yeah, but he's but he but no looks the part though. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got he's the beard is strong, steely gazed. Um, yeah, I think pretty good. His name is Colson Glover. Oh, that fits. Okay. And uh, the 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 lady mountaineer is Brooke Ashby, who also I think looks the part pretty well. Oh yeah, she's got some, listen. She's got some intense eyes, so that's that's definitely doing the part here. I will say, in in um, in the interest of of their uh, of promoting good COVID nineteen practices, they have they have included press images of the mascots in full regalia and masks, and I'm going to drop one into the chat here, just because it just like you just look like you're going to rob a bank. That's when you dress like that. Really did you? What's with the butt there? No, it's just. I think, yeah. I think they've got beautiful images of the of the mountaineers. And by the way, that that Davy Crockett backdrop is superb, and yeah. they look like they're going to rob a bank. Sure. Speaking of you're robbing right. banks, you're folks, right. if you uh, need to invest in your financial future, uh, it's two time to two. wow, two for time two, to bang, bang. <laughs> Acorns app, uh, acorns.com slash full cast. It's like robbing a bank every single day. Let me tell you, because little bits of money go from one of your bank accounts into your Acorns account, and then they just grow. They grow and grow as if they are themselves robbing banks. I'm just like smacking my hand in the air right now as though I could hit an air horn button. High-fiving a thousand angels. Brilliantly done. Family, the family plan's working brilliantly for uh, me and my crew, by the way. Kids funds booming, glowing, just heating up there. How much more booming? Well, let's check on it this week. Oh, speaking of people who are going to rob banks. Yep. Yep. My younger son is now $80 up, $80 (laughs) up on his older sibling because he's wilier, hungrier, and less morally sound. We're just going to go with that. He's not immoral. He's amoral, which is actually way scarier. That's Honestly, different. the way the like when he's an adult, based on what I imagine society will be like, that's going to be a strength. Oh, he'll be fine. Yeah. Can't be afraid to kill at that point. If he's still this way when he's 26, he's going to be absolutely fine. Just like the Mountaineer. Acorns.com. Acorns.com. Don't be afraid to kill. It is an app. <laughs> Don't be afraid to kill. Fullcast.acorns. No! I can't. <laughs> Is there a promo code here? Uh, uh, slash fullcast. Slash fullcast. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. 
slash fullcast. And you can get, speaking of things that can kill, you can get that big, heavy metal debit card that Acorn sends you. <laughs> Are you going to file know, it? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. If you just you, throw that it. That would be horrifying. Oh, man. Slice. Wow. Star. Yeah. Yikes. And I know that some of you have been missing uh, a certain other ad of ours. So let me just tell you that all property is theft, but smart investing with Acorns can help you purchase a whole lot of theft. Hmm. Wow. I never thought about it like that. Yeah. Should have gone to law school. Do we want to uh, sprint through the week two schedule? Sure. We have never talked about this much football before. This is invigorating. (laughs) I know. Just a few minutes. Just hit the big spots. The weeknight stuff. Skip, skip. Let's uh, go straight to big nude Saturday. It is, I think, the biggest nudist Saturday of the year. Uh, The the crowning jewel of Scott Frost Day. Like if we have sort of a... uh, Can I I stop very briefly? Are are you stopping on Friday night at 7.30 p.m.? Um. No, I was stopping at 9 p.m. Not because I want to talk about it, but I just want to guess, having not listened, how much time do you think Split Zone spent on Maryland at Illinois? 18 minutes. I know Alex is very confident in the turf. Yeah, so yeah. So quite a few. Is, yeah, okay. All right. Sorry, please go ahead. That's fine. We uh we move on to the, uh, the Scott Frost Day, I think. It, I you know, it's right. sort There's of a... Really... Sort of a Hanukkah, uh, sort of a, uh, you know, a 12 days of Christmas type thing. It's been building to this. This is the game that, mm-hmm. uh, per report, Scott Frost himself <laughs> wanted the Huskers oh, no. to get out of. Oh, and oh no. You got to go to Norman at noon to play Bye. the number three team it, in the it, country. It's, it's and you told people not to watch. You know what happens when Norman. you tell college football fans not to watch something? Wait, wait, wait. Back We're going to watch actually it. Miss, I actually missed this. What did... About a month ago, reports broke. Uh, Brett McMurphy and uh, eventually enough others uh, joined in that the Huskers themselves issued I'm not a statement. Doing a bit. I missed this completely. So uh, Nebraska didn't want to play Oklahoma. They wanted to add a, another cupcake home game, which <laughs> I don't blame them. All right. No. Uh, and, and the Huskers eventually said, due to COVID-19, we wanted to boost the local economy by having a home game. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And uh, more reporting came out that, uh, that Scott Frost was sort of uh, – uninterested in playing Oklahoma. He came on and said, no, no, I love the rivalry. Like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, yeah, so so basically there was a whole week of Nebraska scared to play Oklahoma justifiably, and now I'm excited to watch Nebraska play Oklahoma. <laughs> Look, I this... know we're not I know we're not very nice in Nebraska on this show, and I feel fine about that. Mm-hmm. I would very much like the curse of big nude Saturday to strike and watch the Huskers beat Oklahoma. That would sure. be deeply This is satisfying. win-win. I want to sure. be very clear that that mm-hmm. is the thing I am rooting for. And I am prepared. Oh, to it's a hurt. lobster pot, baby. Scrabble. This is a win-win. Scrabble on the top of your fallen brother and plunge his head back into the brine. Either it's one of Nebraska's funniest losses ever, or it's one of Oklahoma's funniest losses ever. (laughs) The winner is us. Yeah, we're already winning too because there's an additional layer of context to add on to this. Now Nebraska's playing the game of, are you better than Tulane? Because remember, Tulane took Oklahoma to the bell in a like 40-35 loss in Norman at the last second after the game had to be moved. I'm already going to tell you that if you tune in to the full cast after dark, eh, midnight-ish this coming Saturday, I am planning right now to lay Tulane's drive charts down next to Nebraska's uh, and see what that looks like. One more bit of comedy. Um, It is 
not impossible that this game being scheduled at noon, this historic rivalry being renewed, 50th anniversary of a game of the century, um, that this game being at noon Are they was one of the pass? final straws that sent Oklahoma to the SEC. It's yep. quite, quite <laughs> possible. They were very mad about this. I also like when you put these two teams' logos next to each other. No! It looks like... <laughs> Scott Frost on the sideline for four hours. <laughs> no. Not even supposed to be here. I wanted to be playing Central Michigan. Just Scott Frost checking his sky miles on his phone and punting on third down every single series for the entire second half. Um, in the Scott Frost, all I wanted to say was that UCF is going to Louisville on Friday night at 7.30. Yeah. Sure. That's what Big 12 teams do. Um, the middle <laughs> slot, uh, Alabama and Florida are playing. No one cares. Um, Bama's going to win. That's fine. Yeah, um, Auburn, Penn mad. State. Auburn, Penn State. Mm. How Delight. stupid does that sound? Delightful. Um, on oh. one hand, everything at Auburn, which we've already covered in excruciating detail. On the other hand, James Franklin auditioning for the USC job. Can I ask a completely, a question only tangentially related to football? That sounds mm-hmm. really out of character for you, On Brian, this show? I think I we'll know. allow it. Go right ahead. Are any of you familiar with the tailgating and server? This includes you. The tailgating game known as Stump. No, no. We learned about it in the Moon Crew Discord this week. Right. This is Stump. Stump. S T U M P. No. I'm going to try to explain it best I can. Is this like Stump in the Cronenberg crash sense, or no? Wow. (laughs) Am I the one who made? Why are you looking at me like that? That is, I think that is the Buffalo Bills tailgate. So yeah. this, this is how Inshallah. it is, was explained to me by somebody else. You put a nail or multiple nails partway into a stump, and you try to hammer them in by flipping a hammer in the air, catching it by the handle, and swinging all in one motion. And this is also a drinking game in some way, shape, or form. A drink, that's what I think of <laughs> when I'm throwing hammers Who around. I better be drunk. in a lumber field, I guess, is my I, first question. So, so I am okay. told that Penn St- some Penn State fans bring their own stumps and hammers <laughs> and nails to play this game. Honey, shift the cooler over in the back. I got to load up the stump. The the best part is I I asked some other people about this and the only person I knew who um who uh said that they had heard of this was Seth Rosenthal who went to Skidmore and was just like yeah we were just bored in the woods a lot. So I like uh, you have Auburn in town bringing that yellow fella lumber putting yeah. it, putting it to the test high quality. <laughs> oh Pennsylvania is truly our greatest state. Come over we'll play stomp. <laughs> <laughs> I have a game. Oh. Horrifying. I have a game I'm circling on the uh menu Daddy, have here. a shot and grab some hammers, Marge. <laughs> it's always a good mix. We got some Eagles fans here. Get hammers. <laughs> I am circling Mississippi State at Memphis because it's Mississippi State at Memphis. Man. This is Memphis mm. versus a Mississippi school. This to me means there will be at least one large Donnybrook and maybe several smaller ones, along with a prolonged bout of chippiness throughout the game. Mississippi State at Memphis, especially because I can see Mike Leach doing a very terrible job getting his players not to fight and tamping that down because he's probably going to take whatever Memphis does personally, too. I want to recommend a a fight watch of the week as well, Arizona State BYU. Kicking off at 10 10 o'clock Eastern. I think there's a decent chance 
that our uh, our midnight Eastern broadcast will be interrupted with <laughs> fight breakdown. That's oh. right. Oh, the dogs hollering. That's yeah. right. Yeah, she's like, "Woo! They just beat. They just beat Utah. They're feeling froggy." Also, if we're talking about dumb Mid South action, right up there in Mississippi State, Memphis, Tulane, Ole Miss. You know, how dumb. That's gonna get. <laughs> that's that's my game of the week. Is Tulane, Ole Miss. <laughs> Tulane, Ole Miss breaks are off. I am holding out for Virginia Tech, West Virginia, a game which should be played every year. How many different like Highland rivalries does West Virginia potentially have? Because just three, but they need to be playing all of them every year. And right now they're playing a grand total of none of them every year. So they're it playing should be Flatland rivalries. It should be, uh, you know what I'm saying. Well, it should be Penn State. <sighs> I, I love that rivalry. Pitt, Pitt, please, Pitt, please. Pitt for sure. I don't give a shit about West Virginia, Penn State. Let's. But I mean, is Marshall? Are we counting Marshall? No, Marshall. Put I mean, him on Marshall the list. Already. But Tennessee let's put App and, State on the list. Tennessee wow. and Virginia Tech need to be in the rotation every year. Okay. Like I, I want, I, I'm on record. I want both of those games to be played every year. That's a good. I mean, there's, there's no daylight between any of those teams. They should just go cross continental in order to become the Lord of all mountains, right? West Virginia, BYU, oh. Colorado. State. Well, that's going to happen. Colorado State, Colorado. We'll play anybody above five thousand feet. That's some Mordor shit. I also want to go ahead and point out this is my entertaining game of the week. And I just want, because I want this chain if of events to Purdue happen. If you say Purdue at Notre Dame, I swear to God. No, I want this chain of events to happen. I want Kansas State to open the season beating Stanford, who then turned around and got Clay Helton fired by beating the crap out of USC in a 14-point game that was nowhere near as close as those 14 points might indicate and then i want stanford to turn around walk into nashville tennessee and lose to vandy who started off the season losing to east tennessee state i want this chain of events to occur it's nice to want things can i it offer up another uh, potential <laughs> god damn it let me will you let me steer out of the skid Go of ahead. you wishing for a vanderbilt win you fucking sick fuck <laughs> Yeah, don't underrate tickets for the UConn game, you idiot. We're trying to get into that game for cheap. You know, underrated. Oh, Ryan, see if the price has dropped below six dollars for. Uh, I was for Vanderbilt I, so I in. was told by somebody that on StubHub, six dollars is the minimum you can set for a ticket <laughs> for anything. <laughs> I think for so. anything. Uh, yeah. Um, underrated fight situation, and I it I assume. And it's early in the year to make assumptions, but based on the games that have already been played, you assume this is going to be a fairly one-sided game. But uh, Georgia Southern is uh, has already had to play Army, which means they've already had to have their knees dove at for three full hours on a other what's otherwise a very nice day. They have to go to Arkansas, and they were getting real chippy by the end of that Army game. And I'm just going to leave that there as a as a potential bench clearing brawl of the week. Happening actually at the same time as Mississippi State Memphis. So maybe we can just flip back and forth between those two. Hey, UW sucks. Arkansas State goes to University of Washington. Oh, crap. No, nah, Butch is in charge. They're not going to uh, fight. Too boring. They won't fight. I'm just saying. Keep it. Oh, oh. And how can we forget the glorious Florida State? <laughs> Don't you dare. Florida State at Wake Forest. Oh, I'm so glad. I thought you were going to say South Carolina at Georgia. <laughs> no, South, Carol- South Carolina is going to lose. We're all agreed like, that if we don't say anything, South Carolina is going to win this game, right? I'm not saying a thing. No. Okay. I, I can't even go that far. All right. Not paying attention. 
not paying I know. This, it, it would ruin the loss to Kentucky. I agree. I want to go back and just predict this weird scoring, Auburn and Penn State. That feels like a weird scoring game because Auburn has been averaging a zillion points a game. They've scored like 60 points in back-to-back games. This feels like the game where they score 19 or 11. Well, yeah. <laughs> there. They're playing an FBS team now. It's dumb, baby. Um, you don't come to score big. You just try not to get a nail in the eye. I mean, I, I honestly, I think they'd be pretty happy with 19 points here. Hey, Rice has to play Texas. You don't have to. <laughs> Free agency. Texas has to play Rice. Yeah, I think that that's true. more. That's more that the thing. True. Yeah. Texas might sleepwalk against food. Mm, do you remember? Um, do you remember a few years ago when the power conferences? No. Fair. When the power conferences were all like, "All right, enough of this FCS bullshit. We got to commit to playing P five teams because that's what makes us strong and proves that we're the." Anyway, that's, that's how we got North- That's how we got Northwestern at Duke. At four o'clock on the ACC network. Honestly, this is what we should do with all those schools. Just put them in a bubble by themselves. Sure. Northwestern Duke brought to you by the Alliance. Northwestern Duke brought to you by Northrop Grumman. Brought to you by Dad's second wife. Ooh, she didn't get it at Duke. <laughs> no, but she gets the money. Mm. 